of Scott Wheeler's Airplay. This is episode number 13. We are currently live on Peoria Life's Facebook page, Facebook Live, but you can see this broadcast and podcast, I should say, and previous ones at uh, PeoriaLife.com. Facebook, of course, we'll have it up on the Peoria Life uh, YouTube page, and you can also see it on Peoria TV, which is channel 17 on the i3 broadband system. On AirPlay, we go behind the scenes to meet some of the local radio and TV personalities you listen to and watch on a daily basis and see what they're kind of like off the air. And my guest today is a bit, do you know, Rick Hirschman, that you have been in Peoria Radio almost 40 years? Shush. <laughs> I'm just impressed you did that without cue cards. Yeah, that was pretty good. cards, yeah. Well, you should have seen the first time. Oh, uh, well. So, welcome to AirPlay. Rick has been... Uh, like I said, in Peoria Radio, I think your entire adult life. My entire adult life. Yes. Well, if you consider that adult. <laughs> I mean, it's... No, yeah, it was, uh, let's see, fall of 83, I think I got my first internship at in radio. At 106. Mm -hmm. I think I remember going to, oh gosh, uh, Jeff Murphy was doing a remote at LaSalle Electronics. <laughs> That'll take over you on, back. Over on uh, Sterling. Sterling. <laughs> And he was there in his satin jacket and, you know, doing the whole thing. And I was going to Bradley and I said, I went up to him I'm like, so how do I, you know, get into this thing? And he said, I'll go talk to Rick Peterson, who's the program director. And I did. And they had no internship program, had no idea what to do with me. And I, so, okay, back then music, and you remember to some degree music, when you played music on the air, it, there were categories and there were index cards. Right. So I was like, oh, let me play. No, don't like that one. And <laughs> don't like that one. And then you would play them like this. They didn't know what I should do. So they had me type and make these things onto sheets of paper for some reason. So that's True how it go for work. Yes. And that's how it started. So Rick is uh, now the program director or brand manager for 93.3 The Drive, but uh, between today and his early days at 106, we've got a lot to talk about, not the least of which is you take a step before 106, you mentioned Bradley, Rick and I actually went to school together. We, <laughs> we were did. on the same track, same uh, major Many of the same classes, mm -hmm. yet what was funny is we both graduated. You went to 106, I went to KZ93. I don't quite know how that happened. Did I? Speaking of satin There was jackets, more beer at 106 more than there beer was at, at KZ. Okay. So. <laughs> You're know. right. <laughs> I'm sure of that. So um, did I, like, annoy you? Uh, when I was, because I was working at KZ before I graduated. You, yes, you oh, did. You did your intern. I did annoy you. <laughs> oh, well, no. Yeah, yes, you were working. Well, and yes, you did a little bit. No, it wasn't annoying so much as it was, well, frankly, a lot of us were jealous because you were working at a legit radio station. And we were up in, where was it, Bradley Hall right. somewhere, and the radio station was some old equipment laying around. Right. I mean, it was old. It was not very good. So we're trying to learn on whatever it was they had. And you were doing your stuff over at the, the real deal. <laughs> and then bringing it in. And he, ha and he had his KZ jacket. Satin jacket, too. yeah. So, and it, you'd have that, and then you'd bring in this, like, crafted commercials that sounded so great that could be on the air tomorrow. And we're sitting there going, come down to our car dealer. And, 
it was it so really that, wasn't that fair. part was a little annoying <laughs> i know where you're leading with annoying uh it was and i only remember this one time but it just stands out it was either a weekend or a, a vacation or something and it was i think it was a com law class Oh, and the, the very best of communications. Classes. The book was like yeah. this, and it was, it was terrible. <laughs> There's laws in this business, <laughs> and uh, so we're all like, you know, what time is this over? And we're getting to the end of the class, and this guy is sort of like, uh, do we have any homework? Is there any kind of thing we need to do? <laughs> we're all just like, <laughs> on a no, Friday afternoon. <laughs> but anyway, no, it was it was it was a respect and jealousy thing. You know that that you had that ability to work in in a professional atmosphere that we wanted and were there with the you know, Well, you the weren't too stuff. far behind. So you you end up at 106 and what would uh, the professional <laughs> end of that was <laughs> a little to be desired, I think. So as you reflect back on those uh those early days of the KZ 106 thing, what the rivalry, the yeah. I mean, and Jamie Markley and I talked about this how we knew each other, We and you and I obviously knew each other from Bradley. Right. We'd see each other a couple of times a year, maybe at the world-famous Heart of Illinois Fair party oh, yeah. and a couple of other things. But yeah, when you guys were in your RV, <laughs> and we're sitting there on a folding chair in the sun and the dust baking, it was... But look what you were able to do. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, what I liked about back then was it was a friendly rivalry. Mm -hmm. I mean, you were playing different music than we were. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, we respected you guys and maybe you did a little bit our way. And it was, I mean, yes, we wanted to win. There was no doubt. I mean, there were internal, Casey, you know, Mm -hmm. and all that. But when we saw you guys out, it was no big deal. Mm -hmm. I became friends with Gene Stern. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was uh, it was a good time, and uh, one of the highlights was when 106 actually became number one in uh, the ratings, and that was a huge, huge deal for us. And, and a huge we were party, pretty, I bet. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sully's. <laughs> yes. Also gone the way of LaSalle Electronics. Yes. <laughs> yes. So how in the world, you're from New Jersey, correct? Yeah. How in the world did you end up in Peoria? Was it Bradley? People still ask me that. (laughs) They do. Uh, Actually, it was Bradley. Okay. Um, I had wanted to go to a small school. Mm -hmm. I went to a small high school. And uh, I had applied various places. And it was in Boston and Ithaca and whatnot. And my dad traveled on business a lot. Okay. And there was a time when he was going to Chicago. And we said, well, this is an opportunity to go look at Bradley. Mm -hmm. So we drove down from Chicago. And at the time, Channel 47, there was a uh, videotape machine fire that, from what I remember, a videotape machine was burning up. Mm -hmm. And the fire department came in and foamed everything down. (laughs) So it was all destroyed. So when, by the time we went to look at the school, so that had to have been in 79 Mm -hmm. or something, Mm Uh, or early 80s. So when we went to look at the school, they had brand new equipment. It was like NBC in New York and for the TV side. Uh-huh. And, you know, I'm looking at this going, this is amazing. And they would say, you know, oh, this is all student run and all of this stuff. 
don't think I touched a button until my junior <laughs> year at least. But it was an impressive facility mm -hmm. uh, for uh, on that side. Was that culture shock for you, though? Uh, From New Jersey to central Illinois? Are you I, kidding me? <laughs> what? First, th first thing I did, first thing anyone would do, is I put my stereo uh, in and in the dorm room in Heights Hall, I put a TV up on the, the cabinet. And I turn it on, I go channel two, wait, three, four, five, six, seven, nothing. And then I get to this UHF, whatever that is. And then there's three channels plus yeah. public. And I thought I was in hell, but all worked out. <laughs> yeah, it did. So um, primarily you have uh, been around rock radio your entire career here. We always talk about how Peoria is kind of a rock and roll town. It really is. What, what specifically does that mean to you? I mean, what is, what, what is Peoria's music, you think? Peoria's music is just, you know, Peorians are good, hardworking people, and they mm -hmm. like to have fun. And they never really got caught up in the new wavy kind of thing when MTV came out. Yes, of course, bands made it big. And KZ was responsible for a lot of that. And you had great success with some of that. But over the long term, it's really been uh, just the, the good old bare bones rock and roll. ACDC, Leonard Skinner, mm -hmm. you know, uh, the Styx, REO, all of the bands that, you know, have, have survived for so long. Styx was just here last week to a packed theater right. and people were losing their minds mm -hmm. and it, it was just simple feel-good music not necessarily political and uh it just it made people escape from their from their work mm. talking with rick hirschman from 93.3 the drive he does uh the midday show there but is uh, mostly or completely responsible for everything you hear that comes out of the speakers as the uh, program so director yeah oh, no <laughs> It's an amazing radio station. It's had quite a bit of success. Um, now, one thing that has kind of developed from being, pardon the pun, being around um, rock artists and so forth is your photography uh, business mm -hmm. that you have. Um, where did, did photography start as a hobby? Uh, I, did, I did it in high school. Okay. And, and at Bradley. See, I don't remember the, you ever having a still camera in your hand at Bradley. <laughs> uh, it was, uh, well, that was film, and, yeah. you know, we went through all the developing, and I thought, and I remember when Bradley went to the NIT in 82, uh, 3, 4, whatever yeah. it was, uh, I was actually home in New York and trying to get some pictures there, and I came back and thought, they're going to be so impressed. I was at, in New York and mm -hmm. doing all this, and the teacher, Ollie, I forget his name, but all he could say was, why weren't you closer? Why couldn't you have been down on the floor? Why couldn't you? I'm like, dude, I'm, I went to Madison Square Garden. I got what I got. Uh, so, and then I got out of it for a long time. Mm -hmm. And it was actually about uh, 10 years ago or so when my oldest daughter graduated uh, high school. Mm -hmm. And the senior picture thing, you know, right. which happens. And I had never really heard that that was a big deal. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> and some of the photographers who we really admired their work were a bit out of our price range. Mm -hmm. So um, my wife picked up a, a camera and, and started, oh, actually, oh gosh, now I remember, I traded a Motley Crue signed guitar <laughs> for our first digital, real did. professional <laughs> digital camera. <laughs> I want it back, by the way. <laughs> and uh, that's what kind of started that. So we shot, or my wife shot her pictures, 
and you know Facebook's getting started. People saw it, blah blah blah, and then uh, she has uh, quite a little uh, business, burnt toast photography, mm. and um, so from that you have the privilege of taking uh, what I guess would be called event photography. A little bit. That's what I enjoy more. Um, no money in it, but I enjoy it. And so you get to go to concerts or events and photograph sometimes, the artists. Yes, okay. sometimes. Uh, you have to submit, mm -hmm. and if you're approved, then you can go, and then they tell you exactly where you can be and for how long. And uh, a lot See, of that's the misconception. I think people think you get to hang out the oh, whole time no. and just take pictures. No, and... I, I recently had the chance to, uh, and this sounds weird, shoot Paul McCartney. <laughs> and because um, I hate saying taking pictures, that's yeah. just. Yeah. So, uh, of course, people were saying, did you meet him? Did you meet him? I'm like, no. He was all the way across the arena. You were there for two songs and then, you know, as they say, whisked out of the building. <laughs> so you get to enjoy the concert less than everybody oh, else. Oh, gosh, yeah. It was three hours of driving for six minutes of, of oh work. Oh, my gosh. But he was Paul McCartney. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, uh, yes, I do get that opportunity from time to time. So you're not... Like in the front row? Sometimes. Sometimes you are. It all depends on the artist. Okay. Um, Luke Bryan, we were able to be up front. All the other country artists, Kenny Chesney or um, Keith Urban mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Blake Shelton, nope, you're in the back of the house. So um, you have to have a very good lens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> very expensive lens. Yeah. So what's the... Um, Who's been your favorite so far to uh, to photograph? Uh, I would have to, boy, there's a couple. Uh, because people ask me that with Paul McCartney. They're mm -hmm. like, you must have been. And yes, I was very excited, especially once I got to Moline. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's the same thing. You know, it's when you're that far back. If you were this close to Paul McCartney, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Kiss might have been one of the first that really kind of, because that show is such a spectacle. Right, right. And we literally were like, this. Mm -hmm. I mean, Gene was right there. And uh, so that was good. Alice Cooper, last time he was here, was really great because he's so theatrical mm -hmm. and there's a lot to And a nice guy. And a lot, <laughs> he, he actually is. He really is. <laughs> okay. um, so those are a couple of the biggies. Mm -hmm. How about one that didn't go like you thought it would? Oh, boy. Uh, Maybe just some of the, it, more from a technical end, mm. if I have a problem, mm. that upsets me. But um, as far as the shows go, they've all been pretty much pretty much the same. The rock shows usually let you get up closer. Okay. Interesting. So um, this dates back. Where's the couch? Don't you guys have chairs and we a couch no to couch. sit on? We have no green room. We have no <laughs> powder person. We're just, uh, it's a low budget, Rick. Uh, Rick Hirschman from 93.3 The Drive, and uh, the frequency 93.3 has a long history, probably, what, over 30 years now, of producing the City of Peoria's fireworks show. And uh, the city is very gracious in providing police protection and traffic control and that kind of thing. But the radio station has actually been the provider of those fireworks from since, what, 86, 87? Well, whenever you, you got that started <laughs> yeah. uh, and then handed that off. So yes. thanks a lot. <laughs> You're welcome. No, it, it, it's, it's really amazing. And that's what most people don't understand mm -hmm. is everybody thinks either the city puts them on mm -hmm. or some other entity. But mm -hmm. it's really the, the radio station cluster that makes this happen mm -hmm. uh, with incredible sponsors. Right. Unity Point Health and Ad Americ Real Estate and so many others. Mm -hmm. um, 
come together to make it happen. And it is a ton of work. Yes. That goes into it. You always hear the expression uh, after the show's done, we'll begin working on next year's show tomorrow. That's true. It is literally <laughs> true. There's a meeting already set up for next week. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. from uh, today's airing of Airplay, the 4th of July is uh, two days away. Mm -hmm. um, we've got uh, hot weather. We do. And probably that ever-present chance of showers, but... It, I've never seen it get rained out. No, it's almost like Florida. You know, yeah. it rolls through <laughs> real quick, and then. Right. So, what's we go. anything new, different this year? I mean, uh, this is a big show. It's like the, it's easily the biggest in the state. It's biggest in the state, and when you talk to uh, Melrose Pyrotechnics, who who actually launched the fireworks mm -hmm. and put that part of the show together, it's uh, top two percent in the country, wow. which is pretty amazing because so many cities are rolling back budgets and mm -hmm. and don't have the ability to do this mm -hmm. anymore. But we feel it's important. We want to give give this as a gift to the community, mm -hmm. and uh, we're excited about it. Mm -hmm. It's it's about thirty minutes. And a ton of fireworks. Yes, <laughs> several times. Yes, so there's, uh, there's, you can be on the East Peoria side of the river, which is, I always think, I've never watched it from there. I'd like to once, just with the backdrop of mm -hmm. the city. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, up and down the Peoria riverfront. Now with the pad that's uh, down, there's a yeah. lot of open, open yeah. area there. Green space. Uh, -huh. uh There is also the Duncan of Central Illinois Easy Pass location, which is right by the Gateway Building. Mm -hmm. There's going to be some live music, and if you're bringing the kids, there's a face painter. Uh, you'll get a meal ticket and just a nice, relaxing place uh, to be. And uh, if you go to our website, we have a chance for you to click through and get some tickets for that. So, um, and there's stuff going on the night before? and the, the Yes. Uh, so actually, technically, as we're airing now tomorrow night, Wednesday uh -huh. the 3rd, Hairbangers Ball. Uh -huh. So uh, sort of the uh, Rock 106 throwback to the 80s. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, those guys, you know, uh, Pat Benatar, Guns N' Roses, Bon Jovi, all of that stuff. Great. They're fantastic. Mm -hmm. They're just so much fun. And uh, Gates are at 7, shows at 8, so that's tomorrow night. Two White Crew, a lot of the party anthem tunes from the 80s and 90s, that'll be Friday night on okay. the riverfront. And most people probably have Friday off this year. Yes. So you can, except for you <laughs> and me. <laughs> yeah, so redwhiteandboom.us. Okay. Uh, you can get all that information. How, um, for folks who don't know, how does that work where the fireworks and the music that's aired on all the stations of, of the cluster, how is it synchronized? There's a really long fuse that we light, <laughs> and someone's sitting there with a record and going, And you Go. swim across. And <laughs> uh, that is mind-boggling to me, mm. even. Uh, it, it, it comes from, if you want to get technical just for a second, uh, the, the pyrotechnic company, uh, we tell them what music we would like. Mm -hmm. And they put it together, and if you, if you uh, think of a traditional stereo, you have some sound coming out of left, some coming out of right. Mm -hmm. With this, there's really some crazy noise that comes out of one side. Mm -hmm. So they kind of sync everything together uh, through a computer. Mm -hmm. And once we start that, it goes to the barge where all the fireworks are. This isn't launched from land. Right. There's actually a couple of barges sitting in the middle of the river. Mm -hmm. And it magically works. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> so when there's a crescendo in the music, there's yes. a firework that's enveloped yep. at full force. And, and when you know that there's a crescendo coming, you can see the one being launched and you go, that's the one that's yep. going to be there when they say boom yep. or something along those lines. Yeah. 
Well, it's a great event, and I know it promises to be another uh, great event Thursday night. We are out of time. What? I have many, many more questions <laughs> to ask you about uh, radio, and you're uh, almost, I love telling you, you're almost 40 years in radio. I don't know you? why you That's enjoy saying you, that. Because I'm just slightly ahead of you. <laughs> Rick Hirschman from 93.3, The Drive, my guest today on Airplay. Remember, you can see this again on Peoria Life's Facebook page. I'll share it on my Facebook page as well. You can check it out on Peoria Life on YouTube, and uh, you'll see it on Peoria TV if you're on the i3 broadband system. It's channel 17. Until next time, this is Scott Wheeler for Airplay. PeoriaLife.com.